You're a funny guy, Sally. I like you. That's why I'm going to kill you last. What do you want to tell me now, tough guy? I said, Bing, what are you doing here? I thought I'd tell you to go fuck your mother. <laughs> you don't trust me at all, do you? I tell you what, you make it through tomorrow without killing anybody, then I'll start trusting you. Fair enough. Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? That's what made you. You did. I lied. All right, this is Kill You Last. I'm Peter Garacci. I'm Alex Peshera. What's up? Yo, in studio we have comedian, comedy producer, Scotty Lavelle. Thanks for coming on, Scotty. Hey, what's going on, guys? <clears throat> uh, not that we picked a movie. This is, uh, this is surprising. You picked a movie that I had never heard of. This was this is a first, I think, for Kill You Last. Boom. Yeah, I think <laughs> this is a first. You hadn't seen one of them before, but... Uh, well, I mean... Which one was Grease that? 2. Grease 2, yeah. But you, you had heard about it. <laughs> and Staying Alive. And you hadn't seen that. You notice the common theme of both those movies? Uh, hot guys? What, what is no. it? No. Oh, damn it. I don't know. It's a hot guy in this you movie. You went right there. Yeah. When, the, yeah. The, no, the guests were women who thought it would be a good idea to talk about those movies on the oh, podcast. Oh, that that's where we're at. Okay, <laughs> so we're doing that. But uh, no, so this is um, my science project. Yes. So we, we, so we were talking a little bit in the, the Lantern the other day, and, and we started talking about science. Rant. I think we started talking about science first and then movies. And then I was like, well, listen, I have an 80s movie podcast. I think we can find something. And you're like, yeah, dude, my favorite movie. And uh, so, yeah, so tell us a little bit about this movie and why. Well, I grew up, uh, I'm, I'm 40. I'm a, a little bit older probably than I look. I'm 43. So I was a child of the 80s. I had a pretty dysfunction, you know, classic comic background, you know, alcoholic dad and dysfunction junction. Bud yep. and Mary Jane driving us around the country in a station wagon. And uh, movies were my form of escape. And yeah. uh, in particular, I loved a lot of these, uh, you know, early 80s and mid 80s science fiction movies. Um, we were talking about 85 was a hot year. Oh, it definitely was a huge year for movies. <laughs> I mean, it was especially those the 80s science movies. Uh, my Science Project. Uh Real genius. Back to the fu- the first Back to the Future. Yep, we did that one. Oh, did you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and dude, and weird, weird science. Did that weird come out in '85 too? Yeah, yeah. Not, to, not to mention like Rocky Four. There was a bunch <laughs> of other movies that came. Like '85 was like a big mo- movie. A huge year. year. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's a big year. It's funny because the '80s and again, this this is kind of the the thing we talk about a lot. The movies that were like the prestige movies of the 80s, no one fucking cares about. Like the movies that, you know what I mean? Like nobody's talking about Out of Africa and Gandhi. But these movies that were the quote unquote genre movies or like the teen movies, I mean, maybe because now people, because I just turned 40. So people our age are sort of, you know, where there's like a big nostalgia moment happening for the 80s right now. And I mean, these are the movies that people remember. But um, yeah, no, I somehow I, this one slipped through the cracks. Man, I don't, again, for me, it was always, um, what movies I just was able to find because at that time access to movies was a hard hard thing too. You know what I mean? Like, I, I it it kind of drives me crazy how easy everything is to find now because I don't think it's special anymore. Yeah, I think when you like when you're a kid and you stumble on something and it, you actually have to like catch the movie. Yeah, I was actually I was looking up because um, they did they had the Ewoks. Um, TV movies <laughs> around this time. Do you remember? Yeah, there was, yeah. One, there was yeah. one with w- Wilford Brimley. And I'm sure I saw it the one time it played on ABC, but I, it, but it left an impression. Do you know what I mean? Like, and if now if I could just download it and watch it, it probably wouldn't mean as much 
to a kid today than when, when you had to actually like catch the movie, you know? Yeah. You know, I always had a hacked cable box as a kid. Like that would oh, be really? the first, yeah, we would just carry it around with us from, from state place. to state <laughs> and hook it up. Like, yeah, I had Skinamax, I had it all, man. Oh, it was that's great. hilarious. That's yeah, hilarious. and if I didn't have, if like the, the cable box broke, I would find one immediately. Like yeah. I, was a, I was a hustler as a little kid. I almost feel, when you're talking about like the comedian's child, like my parents are still married. Like if anything, they love me too much. Like that's the only complaint about my, so I always feel like I actually got. <laughs> Your career is fucking doomed. Well, so I just, I, I got, sh- I was in an acting class once years ago and I was saying how, cause I, you know, I, I love Richard Pryor and I was like, yeah, you know, when I was a kid, I was always jealous of Richard Pryor's like childhood. Like grew up in a whorehouse and like, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, cause it's like nobody cared about him. So he could, he could invent himself from scratch. Yeah. Like my family was like overbearing and I had to like, you know, they had all these ideas of what I should be doing. I was like, that that sounds like an ideal childhood. Like your mom is a prostitute and your dad's a pimp. <laughs> and then you just just run away and start over. I'm like, my mom's not going to let me run away. She well, she calls me five times a week now and I live one state over, you <laughs> know? And, and all these other kids were like, oh my God, I can't believe you said... I'm like, I'm, I'm owning the fact that I think it's a terrible thought, but it was a thought that I had. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, so I movies were kind of... My, even though my, you know, my family wasn't, you know... My family was together and it wasn't, we didn't have like any like real trauma or whatever. It still was like, I didn't feel, I felt like an outsider in my family. Yeah, so yeah. movies were my way of escape. And it's interesting that there were so many of these like teen movies at this time that are about with, escape. Was the 80s the first decade where like these teen movies came to prominence? Because I mean, when I was growing up, I'm much, I'm 27. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I, I always kind of have a guilty pleasure for like teen coming of age movies. And it seems like there's one every year or in the 90s there were a ton. In the 70s, I don't think that there were a lot of, I mean, there well, was what? What are the seventies teens? Well, there's, I mean, if you go like to the fifties, you have like the the like the rebellious bad kids. Yeah. It was it was always it was always like what people were afraid of at the time. So in the fifties, it was like this fear that your kids were like smoking cigarettes and necking in cars. You know, so yeah. there was a lot of movies. About, there's always like it's, <laughs> there's a lot of existential fear. Because you think because the movies are always made by adults, they're never made by the kids. Yeah. So then but, you get to the sixties, and then it's Vietnam, uh-huh. and it's like the hippies, and the sort of rebellion. It's a rebellion against like the dominant culture, and the seventies was kind of burnout from the sixties, and then the eighties was sort of like things were looking good again. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And things were positive, but it still it was like kids. I think kids were um, a lot of the filmmakers who were making films in the eighties. They weren't crazy about their parents' generation, so right. they weren't. They they always made the kids smarter than the adults. Yeah, it and, seems like that was like the first time. Because because that's like a trope in these modern teen movies that that kind of maybe started in the eighties, where it's like the kids know what's up. Yeah, the Goonies. Oh, the kids are always really savvy yeah, and yeah, smart. Exactly. And, and it's funny because it's always and I love that Dennis Hopper's in this movie. Yeah, I, I know. This this was sort of Dennis Hopper's like right around eighty five. Like he did this movie, Blue Velvet. And he did Hoosiers, which he was nominated for an Oscar for. And and Dennis Hopper was like an actor in the fifties as a, as a teen. He's in. He's actually in um, Rebel Without a Cause with yeah, James yeah, Dean. He's great. And he did some like uh, John Wayne movies. But he was like out in the wilderness for a while. And this was like eighty five was around the time when he sort of came back to Hollywood and was like sort of a bankable actor again. But so crazy, and it's so cool to see again that guy that like. Easy Rider, hippie guy, like in the eighties as the older yeah. figure, you know, and yeah. it's, it's so funny that he's he's like this like hippie crazy teacher in this movie. Like, I don't know, I just I, I wanted more Dennis Hopper. I wish they could have just given me more of Dude, him. Dude, he he is he is such a badass. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, every role he's ever had, he he's just fucking, fucking fantastic. crushes it. 
He's um, frightening in Blue Velvet. I think uh, he's I literally think frightening. the uh, the the teen movie teen movies exploded with uh, John Hughes. Yeah, mm, for sure, exactly. John Hughes, Sixteen Candles, Pretty in Pink. He's you should if you look at this guy's IMDb, <laughs> Weird Science, uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. Uh, uh, some kind of wonderful planes, trains, and fucking automobiles. We've the done, guy is we've done ama- a few of those. We've yeah. done three of those movies. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he. I mean, John Hughes like really like loved teenagers. You can tell yes. he was somebody that he like was very reverential about the teen experience. Yeah. You know what I mean, he wanted to be. He. I think he wanted to forever stay, kind of. A teenager. Who does? Right. You know, it was the best time. Oh, and it, and it was it, that kind of escape. Like even when we did Ferris Bueller's, it's like that that being able to like just fucking cut school and like it's like adult life is never that much fun you know 100%. just to be able to like yeah. to pull a fast one on all the adults even like now i was like i was such a like defiant like mouthy kid i wasn't a bad kid but i was always like i didn't i wanted to be told why like don't just tell me what to do like tell me why and and now it's like now I'm an adult. And I'm like, oh, dude, I can't call out of work like that. What the? What if know. you know? What if they need me there today? It's like, what? How the fuck did I become this guy? That's crazy. I yeah. I, I totally had a free childhood. It was like every man for themselves. Like mm. uh, my mom um, developed epilepsy when I was very young. And oh shit! Back in the '70s and early '80s, they put you on crazy uh, anticonvulsants. Oh, wow. uh, definitely not CBD. Yeah, right. <laughs> which it just cures it. It's everything. Yeah. It's, it's, um, put CBD on it. It's, I mean, it, it's it, scared. It, uh, it, it's you're saying it always it, 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 in a mocking way or whatever. I know a guy who's kid though. Like, no, no. Yeah, it, it works. It, I am, it, I'm mocking it because it's because it, it's now, so but, crazy yeah. that it works. Uh, it works unbelievable for epilepsy yeah, specifically. Yeah. yeah, I want. I want. Sorry, the, well, I want to hear. So, what are those pills? Uh, what kind of so, pills? What do so they do back to in the day, people? like uh, they, 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 there's a, a class of drugs that would just block all your sodium, like just block your nervous system and numb you. Um, and <laughs> I would imagine that my mom uh, had like toxic levels of these these drugs because she went from this vivacious. <laughs> I don't want to like shit on my mom on a podcast, but my mom's great. Uh, but she just went from being like our primary caregiver and very dialed into having huge bouts of depression. Uh, yeah, that's rough. no, the, and know, probably uh, dude sounds like due to the medication. Yeah, totally. Yeah. She it, it went from she and she was our our lifeblood because our dad was. Uh, a part Bud the Party Kitten. My parents' names were Bud and Mary Jane. Bud, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Basically, I am a manifestation of weight. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> just shot straight THC out of his dick, and here comes Scotty. You know, um, <laughs> no, but uh, you know, it, my thankfully for me, my life was. Um, I, I my sisters and I all did well because I had two older sisters that were dialed in, and my oldest sister in particular had a very good childhood. Up mm-hmm. until she was about nine years old, she really had all of her, you know, Maslow's needs oh, met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she um, gave us self awareness. So, like, you know, growing up and having somebody to say, the, this is how, what norm, you know, go to your friend's house and get something to eat. Like, oh, <laughs> like wow. you know, don't cry for me, Argentina, motherfucker. Like, yeah, this yeah. is the way it is. And she was very organized and succinct. Mm-hmm. And then giving, you know, six-year-old me or seven-year-old me self-awareness uh, really opened up my world to just creativity and, and being, you know, Eddie Haskell. 
Yeah. My Miss Johnson, your ankles are thin. It's Friday night, pizza night. She's like, stay the night. I'm like, sure. Mm-hmm. What's well, I? And it's funny because in these a lot of these movies too, it's like the kids have to just figure it out. Like this, yeah. the adults are not coming to save the day. No. If anything, the the the, the adults. I still can't get it. We did Goonies a couple weeks ago. And at the end, like the dad is such a fucking wuss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. then he, you know, Sean Aston gives him the fucking jewels, and all of a sudden, dad's like a tough guy. He's like, "I will not sign." I'm like, "You were a puss thirty seconds ago, and your son fucking saved the day, and now you're gonna be a tough guy." <laughs> Classic. Uh, sure, one. dude, I love it. I'm Bud Light. I'm drinking white tea. I'm eating Mallow cups. What, this is a real podcast. Let it be known we're professionals here. We don't fuck yeah, yeah. around. <laughs> So but again, like I don't, I don't know how I miss this movie, but like we should probably. This is going to be one that obviously a lot of people have not heard of, so we should talk a little bit about. I mean, definitely tell me like what your experience with this movie is, and was this the first time going back and rewatching it in a long time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was even confused when we were talking about it initially. You're like, nope, that's real. Gene. Nope, that's this because I yeah. hadn't seen it in probably 20 years. Oh like, wow, yeah. And it, the irony is, is that like we found it on YouTube. Like it's not even on yeah. any of the major yeah, platforms. Yeah, yeah. Um, are they? Yeah, because that's how I found it too. Uh, I wonder why no one's taking that down. They usually copyright strike that immediately. I, it's a weird. Full movie. And, and not only that, it's, I love this movie so much that it has a paltry 34,000 views. On, All right. Did you see that on YouTube? I think the one, the one I watched was a million 2. downloads. 2.2 2 million. Oh, yeah. oh, I watched the other one. I watched it. <laughs> I must have watched the shittier version of it because yeah. it was really bad quality. Well, how All long right. ago did you watch it? I rewatched it a few oh, okay. days ago. Yeah, yeah okay. just to catch up on ours was mine was in 360p. It wasn't the greatest quality either. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. but it's interesting. No one's copyright stricken it. I wonder, like, do we know who made this movie? What publishing house? Well, the guy who wrote it and directed it uh, wrote uh, the Last Starfighter, which is a movie I do remember. Oh, I love the Last Starfighter. Yeah, and then he just kind of he kind of disappeared. Yeah. Uh, which is again, and also, so the star is was it John Harwood? Is that his name? I think so. Mike. Uh, Mike. Yeah, he was. I I recognized him. I realized he's in the movie Christine, oh, which is a yeah, great movie, yeah. which I actually had never seen until the, like about a year ago, and I fucking love that movie. Yeah. He plays like the best friend in Christine, and then um, you know, and then Fisher Stevens, who of course he's just one of those guys. It's he's the best friend, mm-hmm. but he's like he's playing that the character that like. That kind of like wait a little too cool, like <laughs> Vinny, Vinny the classic Dago. Like, yeah, yeah. he's like you know like a lot like, of them. It reminded yeah. me of like Styles and Teen Wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, super aggressive even, Italian stereotype. Yeah, yeah. Well, but also just like yeah, super aggressive, super aggressive. Well, it's yeah. funny because Fisher Stevens, like he's now, I think he's like a producer now. I think he won an Oscar for producing a documentary oh, wow. recently. But um, he is in. Uh, you ever see? You, I'm sure you haven't seen this, but Short Circuit. Never even heard of oh it. Oh my god, Short Circuit is a classic. What? You've never seen He's young, man. Oh he's my so god, young. dude. You have a whole you we're gonna give you a list before oh, we go. I mean he's this I has mean, been tr- his I have thirty six episodes that <laughs> he's I <laughs> of, of movies he had never seen before. <laughs> I haven't seen uh like I'm not kidding, thirty four of them before yeah, we started yeah. doing this. Wow. I I hadn't even seen Back to the Future. What? Yeah, so this is my Jesus. way of I mean this is How kind of fun. fun. I know, what right? Fun, what a fun, what a fun little, yeah. it's a fun little thing. <laughs> yeah. No, so short circuit is about a like government made robot that gets yeah. struck by lightning and yeah. he comes alive. Oh, yeah. So he has consciousness. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. And that sounds like 80s to me. Fisher C- Stevens plays 
clearly like an Indian scientist in a way that would never fly. Oh my now. god! I mean, he's, <laughs> I don't. I know, like Italians don't really care when you make fun of, them, but this is so aggressively like stereotypical. I, I think that even this you can't even. Play. I, I as as I as, mean, it's cheesy. As I'm cheesy. Italian. It, I'm Italian. Me too. Yeah. All three of us. Oh uh, great! Oh great! Yeah. So, I blame the Italians more than anybody. Like we, Italians because they more, really are like that. Uh, well, no, they <laughs> do more to bastardize their own culture than anybody. And else. also, there is that guy. Yeah, <laughs> like like a lot of those guys exist. yeah it's like there's a lot of comics that are kind of you know have the that twang i think for me fail failure is being on a like a real italians of comedy tour so, and yeah. if, I, <laughs> if i ever does that exist because that is oh that's I, that's sad that would be hilarious if you i ever start it. if i ever start. end up like with four other guidos just do it hey in any way your headshots are all your mid snap man of god that to me i'd rather just quit comedy and never do stand up again but like fangela goose you want some fucking comedy again italians do to themselves that they deserve i have a i have a big italian family in pittsburgh oh wow yeah and it's just the our family reunions were so it was just egg tosses, horseshoes, bocce ball. Bocce. Yeah. My nono plays bocce. Wow, this Pittsburgh Italian is a new kind of Italian. Oh, Remember man. They, they were. Wherever the like work. a hybrid. Whatever, wherever the, the work DeMarcos. was. The DeMarcos. Oh, is that, is that My your, mom's maiden name. Oh, wow. Wherever the work was, that's where they went. So if, if they're steel, I'm sure they were working in the steel mills. Probably, the factories. Yeah. They actually had uh, a pizza shop. Oh, that's it. Well, they also or, or feeding the people working in the steel mills. Yeah, it's always one. Of, I had a. I went to college in Virginia, and my my barber was from Italy. And my mom goes, "Ask him how he got there," because it was just so weird that like in Williamsburg, Virginia, there would be just a random Italian guy. That's so funny. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I didn't want to live around any of the other Italians. I was oh like, wow, okay. I get it. I totally get it. Yeah, I get that. Um, but yeah, so movies. So so, the, so no, but so this movie specifically, these guys, uh, we haven't gotten into it really yet. I so. I'm still thinking. I want to hear. Yeah, I want to hear Peter's I don't, take. I haven't heard. I, I don't know. I don't know. And I have. So okay. So Alex always busts my chops because I I own movies. Yeah. And I'll actually. I still. I might be the last guy in New York. I get DVDs from Netflix sent to my house. What? Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Jeez. So it's not, it's not me. This, listen. This could. This is. This is like the, the serendipity of my life. I went. I went downstairs today into the. I got to the ground floor of my apartment building where the garbage always is and people always just like leave their crap like on the windowsill next to the garbage when like stuff that's like not in the garbage cans but clearly they're thrown away and i just look there and there's a case and it's alfred hitchcock like collection of dvds in oh really the whole thing oh that's pretty cool they just put it out i'm like like who left this here for me and i just literally just grabbed all the dvd i like looked through i was like is it damaged is something wrong with it it's like no somebody's just is like unloading shit and they just like left it in the garbage. I mean, people would, th- I, I, I can understand people throwing DVDs out now. They're obsolete. Yeah, but I, I, mean, like, you I love you that. You don't need them. So I noticed that. I That's wa- pretty amazing. Whenever I watch a movie for the podcast, either on my phone or my laptop, actually I did, I watched a movie on the, my phone for the first time like a couple months ago. Mm. I don't, I, it's hard for me to get into it. Yeah, yeah, on the phone I don't especially. Get, I don't but get I, what about in your laptop? Did you weird. watch My Science Project on your phone? I watch. I watched half of it on my phone and half on my laptop. I watched it on my laptop. I watch everything on my. Well, on this screen. I, on my I don't laptop. know. I just couldn't. I want. And then, Do you think I, it's the movie or the screen? I was thinking. All right. This is what. This is my major problem with the movie. Yeah. Let me hear it. I and I and I immediately started thinking about other movies like it from the time period. Yep. I didn't know what I was rooting for. Yep. 
Yeah. You yeah. I mean? Why were we on this guy's side? I I agree. In Back to the Future, you want the parents to get together and you want Marty to get back to the present day. Sure. In in Weird Science, you want them to pull, you know, you, you want, want them, them to fuck the chick, well, honestly. But, but you also you want just them, want them to get laid. But you also want yeah. them to be the, <laughs> for sure. You yeah, want them yeah. to win. Uh, yeah. And I didn't yeah, know, yeah, I didn't yeah. want I didn't know what these guys, I didn't even know what I didn't know what the win was. Would, and cuz I didn't understand Make no mistake, the, the kid is cute. We got a hot guy as the lead, and maybe that alone is enough for some people uh, to root for him. I mean, but I don't get really the point of him finding this. He, oh, he's behind on his science project. So we're supposed. The to, reason why nobody I mean, watches is because it's yeah. a shit movie. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> it's an well, absolute it. garbage movie. But I did, uh, let me say this: as a child, I enjoyed watching it, even though I knew it was shit. I, I didn't <laughs> turn it off, and there's a lot of movies that I've turned off. Yeah, for this, for, for this podcast. So go on. Sorry. Kind of what I uh, discovered, like the, I guess the, what I identified with the movie was is that this guy lives with his dad, and his dad's kind of just like Mister Party Kitten. Yeah, so, the kid is kind of free. He kind of does his own thing. Yeah, and uh, there's uh, an element of kind of just the guy. The, the lead character has this freedom to do whatever the hell he wants. Mm. So it's like, as a 10 year old, I looked at that guy and was like, I thought he was cool. He and was, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, <clears throat> and I kind of like saw myself in him a little bit. Mm. And then, really, I, I mean, if you, if you break down the plot, it's an absolute trashy <laughs> piece of shit movie. Thank God. <laughs> But but I, were you afraid to offend me, dude? Come on, man. Yeah, well, no, it's I. It, I'm always like walking this line because there people sometimes will look at you and be like, "Didn't you love it?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> you always tell the truth. I do tell the truth, but it's like I don't feel good about hurting other people's feelings. Oh, nah, dude. I I mean, do, do I mean I'm not one of those comics. It's like, amazing how many comedians shit. who like, can't take a joke. Yeah, I know. There's a it's, lot. It's of them. ridiculous. Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. yeah, I'm not one of those. I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. you could shit on me all the whole podcast. I don't Woo! Yeah. <laughs> um. It, but but I I basically th- like as a little kid mm-hmm. I like the idea that they were going yep. through this wormhole and mm-hmm. that all space and time was like everything was overlapping and you see scenes from Vietnam and the Jurassic yeah. period and that was uh, cool. Yeah, it was cool. That's like that was my cool. favorite like as a little kid it was like so mysterious like oh my god all these ghosts and they're fighting through time and space yeah. and and I just like my imagination as a child went wild mm-hmm. like what's going to happen next and oh the aliens are back shooting at them and it was Really shitty. I mean that that T Rex. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, I actually like the T Rex. I was like, that's not bad. I like, I get it. I gotta yeah. dig it. Yeah. It looked I, like a Walmart toy. Come on, let's be real. I think. Um. It, yeah. I, I was confused at the. Uh, what's the point in the? What's it called? The point in the movie where it gets going, like uh, like where they figure out what this device is doing. What is that called? In so the like movie? the inciting. The incident. inciting incident. Yeah. I was so confused at that point in the movie as to what the fuck was going on. Yeah. And like what? So they find this thing in the junkyard. A right. military. It was the military. Yes. A UFO yeah. Rex. So it was a junkyard, but it, it was full of old military like crafts Shit. and yeah. ships, and then. Go on, sorry. You're, so you're basically, a UFO mm-hmm. crashes. Yes, and then this thing in like 1960, and yeah. then 20 years later. And, yeah, and then 20 years later, they go into this military junkyard and they pull out basically the 
the device that gets creates a wormhole for the spaceship to travel through. Right. That's so it's okay. the it, it's the it's the which they don't really explain that that's what that is. But <laughs> well, that, I mean, you're, you're whole, right. After yeah. watching the movie, I understand that that's what that is now. But at first, I was like, "Is he right? Is it is it an engine?" Because in the beginning, they're like, "Oh, I think it's an engine or something." Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, you know. I mean, but they reference yeah. relatively. They 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 reference Einstein. Uh, they re- reference uh, his theory of rel- relativity yeah. a few times. The, did you listen to the song at the end of it? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like it's a pretty good song. Well, I, it starts going. I go, yo, this is a this is a great '80s song. And then they start saying like, it's my science it's project. My I was like, oh no, this poor <laughs> this poor band had a song. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the studio was like, you got to make it sound like it belongs in the movie. So they obviously had to like manipulate some of the words. <laughs> but because uh, every because the beat just like kind of drops, you're like, yo, I could I could listen to Dude, this. Dude, we should pull it up. We should pull it up. I was almost oh just the credits. Yeah, Do you yeah, know what it's, it's called yeah, by chance? Uh, the song? I, I don't know, but it's like it, it's I'll exactly it what Peter said. It sounds like this like some badass. There's like a little like oingo boingo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because I almost was you know you do that thing where you're like in the YouTube comments looking to see who wrote what the name of the song was yeah, yeah and I'm yeah. like oh dude I gotta find this song and then he starts going it's my science project I was like oh I don't need to look up this song anymore <laughs> it's, but, so but, it's at the end right you're yeah saying? it's like right. the, the closing the cr- credits yeah. the closing credits roll it's uh but I mean and the bass drops yeah. I yeah. love it I love that fucking drum machine like dude, I can picture myself rolling on one skate to this shit <laughs> you know <laughs> You're right. I, I turned it off too quick. I didn't. I didn't catch it. You hear that this whistle? Is good. You hear no. that whistle drop? Peter, I think you nailed it. Someone put their like heart and soul into this. And then they're and like, they, "Wait a minute! You know what you gotta do." Listen to the lyrics. This is what this song is about. <laughs> 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 Some studio executive was like, L- "Listen, this is either gonna be in the the Stallone arm wrestling movie or a science movie. So write lyrics for both, and we'll figure it Someone out." Someone wants to do that movie, by the way. Over the top. Uh, 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 yeah, my friend Chris Ryder, he's funny to me. Oh, we're done. All right, got it. I had I had the over- science project. <laughs> yeah, dude, come on, get into it, dude. Woo. It reminds me of another <laughs> really fucking book. Fuck. I love, dude. It sounds like they're forcing the verse lyric. Time out. You have missed so many good lines. Like it has so many good lines. Do you, do you know the words? Uh, no. Okay. Come on. I just watched the first time in twenty years. Yeah, I know every word. Oh, really? Yeah. What are the, what are some of the lines we're missing? Let me. Uh, who, I, is, uh, who who is this band whose dreams were crushed? By I have no <laughs> idea, but they. Well, actually, it should be in here. Um, it's, oh, yeah. Here's maybe. the music credits right here, dude. Oh, wow. I paused it at the right spot. Uh, uh, I don't know. Be, it's probably further down. It's probably further down. It's probably further down. That's So the dad is Barry Corbin, who's like one of my... He was on the movie... Uh, remember the show Northern Exposure? Oh, yeah. yeah he was on that show. And he's also in... Um, he's in No Country for Old Men in one scene, but he fucking... He's the old guy in the wheelchair who basically like... It, is basically the philosophy of the movie. So Tommy Lee Jones, he's fucking incredible. Watch this song be by some badass band. That we I'm know. telling you, it's somebody whose dream was crushed. By they took the money. I don't know. I think that might be the final credit. Oh no! So it's probably up by the sound mixing. Yeah. With Vinny. 
He doesn't even look like Sebastian Maniscalco in this. Yeah. Except <laughs> not Italian at all. <laughs> yeah, totally not Italian. He looks more like he could be playing Aladdin than He definitely has a fake fake. Yeah, yeah, a fake tan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that is Science Project. I'm so relieved that you weren't like, this. I love this movie so much. I mean, 10-year-old Scotty would have fucking kicked you right in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We we when we started talking like you we got heavy into science. So are you what you're a uh, anesthesiologist? Or? So so uh, I am what you would call a anesthetist, an okay. CRNA, certified registered nurse anesthetist. Okay, and essentially that's kind of like a perpetual resident. You're basically the anesthesiologist bitch. You pre- but you like kind of prep for the anesthesiologist or no? You do all the work. Got it. Like they'll cover four operating rooms and. For You're instance, the in the hospital the I work with down in uh, the hospital I still pick up shifts at down in Florida. It's what my the only job I pretty much have ever had, and uh, I do it because they are awesome, and they let me work whenever I want. But I do everything epidurals, I can put in lines. I do everything they do. Wow, definitely could tell that science was your jam. Just talking about yeah, I came in, actually. You know, I was a f- total fuck up. Like I, I got into my junior high school with like a 1.2 GP. I, I skipped just enough school to not, you know, <laughs> miss the next grade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was a hustler as a little kid. I when I when I got into college, I kind of I, I read and wrote papers at like a ninth grade level. Oh wow. Yeah, like I I had Florida public school education, which is just shit. It's just, <laughs> Where in trash. Where in Florida? Uh, just think of strip capital of the world. Des- Destin? No. <laughs> no, no, Tampa. Oh yeah, yeah. I've actually I passed through Tampa one time. I keep hearing I hear That's, about Tampa a lot. Tampa's a pretty city, you know. Yeah. It's not I, I, a lot of people shit on Tampa. It, it has a big uh, swath of douchery. It's it was voted the number one douchiest city <laughs> by Playboy a couple times, but. It ha- it's a pretty town, has a nice downtown, and you kind of can create your own world there, you know? Yeah. But as far as comedy, it has a little small, tight-knit community there. Do you know Jared Waters? Yeah. Yeah, he's from Tampa, right? Oh, yeah, he's yeah actually Jared's com- hilarious. Jared's, yeah, we- uh, Jared's actually coming over tomorrow night. I'm having a, a show in my apartment. And, oh, uh, fun. Yeah, you guys are invited. Oh, dude, I'll be in Pennsylvania, but next oh, time. Yeah. But I just, I just did a show with him, and he actually he did the podcast a couple weeks ago. He's my buddy. Oh, yeah, I know good. he always talks about like... By a couple of weeks ago, he means like literally three months ago. Was it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was a while ago. <laughs> but, a I mean, Jared, Shouts comics. out Jared. We love him. I went through the... I'm doing his Creek show. I went through the time portal in fucking My Science Project. I, I just remember. did his Creek show like probably a month ago. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah I good. think June 18th. I think I'm doing it. That's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be fun. There's a lot of Tampa comics here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, Danny Palmer. Danny Palmer's oh, from Tampa? Yeah. That's a, that's a good buddy of mine. I love oh, Danny yeah, Palmer. Yeah, he's Yeah, a dude. We're he's, in New York City, dude. Yeah, dude. This is Danny Palmer. Out. Black Cat, Friday nights, 8.30, 10.30. <laughs> that's a pretty good Palmer. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, uh, I'm pretty good friends with him. Yeah. I, I didn't realize he... I knew he grew up like not here and is like uh kind of had like a weird upbringing actually, but uh, I didn't know where specifically he was from. So Do you know cool. Tom Delgado? Uh, I uh, yeah I, I don't know him well, but I, I yeah He's a Tampa we, comic yeah mm. yeah 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 didn't uh isn't a, a didn't like um who's that huge comic that came out of Tampa uh fucking oh my god he, he's clean and everyone loved Brian Regan oh Brian Regan Tampa? started doing comedy I think at the Tampa Improv no I think he really in, I, I think, think he started he did. in Fort no. Lauderdale actually I think yes technically his first set was in Fort but his, he came up at the Tampa Improv like Larry, that was Larry where, the Cable Guy. <laughs> Yeah. When he was Dan, hack, when he was Dan Whitney, yeah. was it was Dan, it before? Yeah, I think guy? he came. I think he started in St. Pete. 
Okay. Because yeah. he was Dan Whitney for a long time. Yeah, he before. was. Yeah, I yeah. heard Brian Regan talking about his house. And think about how, how much the comedy world has changed. He said that when he was starting out, if you could stay on stage for 30 minutes yeah. and not melt, you, yeah. were, you were a headliner. You were a feature. Really? Oh, wow. You were feature. doing road features. Because you, yeah. they literally didn't have enough people to fill the spots. Yeah, wow. it was back in the 80s and during the boom, but before people God, wanted I wish to be we were, I wish we were still in that time. Like, it's so annoying. Well, I was, <laughs> I was having a conversation today so with a, an comics. older friend of mine who's a real movie buff, and it's like, even if you look at, like, you look at movies from the 40s, those guys were, like, veterans, they were ne'er do wells. Like they're yeah. they're not playing tough guys. Like they were tough guys. Yeah. And then even like com- comedians from the seventies, like someone like Richard Pryor. Like these were like outsiders and weirdos and freaks yeah. who found their way to this thing where they could finally express themselves. Now it's like you get an MFA and your parents are helping you with your rent and you're taking classes. Wait, 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 wait. You always say this, and I'm not gonna disagree with most people doing or trying comedy. Maybe like you know that fall into that bucket, but the guys that really like are funny today. Oh, I mean, they uh, like, think well, about who yeah. who do you love right now? Like, were they really MFA? No, no. Like, was it really that vibe? The problem is that there is just too many. There's it, it, it's a lot of gumming. What's up. the problem? I think comedy's great now. I think we really? have a lot of. You don't think there's good stand up out there? I think there's a lot of there's a lot of noise. I mean, a lot well, of shit. Of we're we're, yeah. we're in the bubble though. I mean, yeah, it is exactly. Yeah, I read a I read a statistic that. That in one year, and I guess it probably included improv, but eighteen thousand people, different people's feet hit a stage. Oh, really? Yeah, in the city, oh, that makes sense. Like, just uh, hit a stage. Yeah, yeah, hit a sta- yeah, yeah like, for uh, sure, for sure. Like you're just like, that's a staggering number. It is. Like yeah. I had no. That's a staggering <laughs> number for me. <laughs> so I started pretty recently. Yeah, and I think so. How long have you been doing comedy? I mean, I started coming to New York six years ago. I got okay. my apartment six years ago. I actually started Comedy Commune in mm. uh, four years ago. I didn't even live here. I was living wow. in fucking Tampa, and I oh, would fly up once a month. No wow. shit. Because I had a good job. I had that medicine money, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, that's dope. I'd fly up here, and I would produce a show out of my uh, apartment, and Lance Weiss was one of my first comedy uh, yeah. friends. Yeah, I know Lance. Yeah, and Lance uh, helped me book it. Nice. And get good shows, and then... nice. It's been doing good. I mean, we just filmed a commercial for Comedy Central and Jose Cuervo. Really? Yeah. Oh, how's that work? What's that? It's going to be on Comedy Central or like a promo it's, for them? It's uh, They contacted me to do uh, a commercial for them. Dude, that's fucking yeah, awesome. for Clusterfest. It's oh, br- that's it's huge. It's branded content. Hell yeah. <laughs> Digital, yeah. There was, I was so stressed out, though. It was like not a fun So you, you had to make it? I basically put on a comedy show. For Ho- and served Jose Cuervo the whole show. Great, and I know, and <laughs> uh, they featured a comic that's on Clusterfest this year. Okay, and he it was like him coming to a cool quote unquote underground show in Brooklyn, and they just like oh, wow. film it. And, yeah, like, they that's his it. intro. They, they had a real. It Who was, was the real, guy? Or do you know? Uh, I shouldn't. Okay, that's fine. Say. That's fine. But yeah. it's gonna come out, I think, for either Friday or Sunday. Wow, dude! Yeah, congrats. Dude. Yeah, thanks. Did man. they? Uh, uh, well, yeah. Congrats. Thanks, I, I, dude. Uh, yeah. I mean, you never know what I wasn't prepared. Let's put it that way. Well, like, yeah. How could you be? That's crazy. Yeah. How, uh, when did you find out about it? To the day, like, how long did they give you to the, um, the day of shooting? I, I started talking about it three months ago, but yeah. they they came to me. They found. Uh, I, I don't even think I should tell the story of how they found me, but they found me and they approached me about it, and mm-hmm. uh, I was like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> you know, like yeah, yeah, nothing else is going on in my life here right. in the city. So. Yeah. That's crazy, yeah, man, yeah. dude. So you got to obviously you got a uh, pop in show that's yeah. uh, you know people are uh, on yeah. the lookout for. So that's great. Do yeah. we say because you're doing Crystal Comedy? 
Uh, Ed. Ed booked me on that. Yeah, but that's that's his show too. That's your show. Yeah, yeah. I'm so. Oh, and we've never met before oh, tonight. No but Ed booked me. He said he. Yeah, Sunday is that. Yeah, uh, Ed's now. A t- we we made a- Ed a co-producer on. He's it. fucking hilarious. Yeah, we Ed had is, him on. I love he's that. He's great at. He's great he's at social guy. media. He's yep. a good person. He's a good barker. He's everything. Yeah, he's like a great he's, barker and he's a good guy. He, he also really is. just edited. Uh, you know PJ, right? Yeah, yeah. I just saw that on. I gave it that love on Facebook. He <laughs> edited. I actually went to go see it. Uh, PJ Landers. Uh, did, shot a short film. Oh wow! And I, it's funny because you, you know it's like your your buddy's like here, uh, watch this video I made, and you're like again watching on your phone. And you're like okay, you know it's my friend. What am I gonna say? Yeah. I went to this short film festival, um, and saw it on the screen in a in a theater full of people, and it was amazing. Oh, it's awesome! Really? Like, yes, it, like it was beautiful. The music. Who wrote it? P- did PJ? PJ write? wrote and, and directed it, and Ed uh, edited it for him. Oh, no, no, yeah. I'm sorry, he didn't. Uh, PJ did not. I think he. Oh yeah, you know he found a DP. Okay. Um, he had some comedians act in it, and just to see it on the big screen, it just like looked beautiful. The music, it was very well yeah. made, and at the end, people were like applauding and nice. like, people going up to How him. How long is it? Maybe like seven, eight minutes. Wow. Yeah, and Good I, for I PJ. didn't, I didn't even realize that Ed, Ed, Ed had edited it until I saw the credits. Oh, nice. And then I saw him later, and I was like, oh, dude, it was like, he's like, yeah, yeah. He was, how was it? I was like, it was great. He's like, because again, he's like, I saw it like on my monitor, like playing with it. I never saw it as a finished product on a big screen. I was like, dude, that's it's a totally different experience that way. Especially when when you're editing stuff, because I do that a lot for people. It, you never really get to experience See, like, fresh eyes, yeah. whatever the project is. You don't experience it the way yeah. that the audience does. Um, and Ed's really talented. He sent me some work. Uh, before Ed had to do some editing and he was like I don't know how to do this thing that they want me to do with the audio it was like for someone's comedy special and so they they wanted to submit it to Sirius XM so he gave it to me gave me a couple hundred bucks and I just edited it nice. and sent it off do you, are you a sound mixer? yeah, yeah. oh wow that's, that's right yeah I mean that's why I, that's why this podcast sounds fucking Boss, dude. <laughs> it's true. It's and, true. Uh, dude, it sounds yeah. like uh, very lovely in the headphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm just going to sound better after post. Yeah. 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 Speaking of that, you got to show me how to edit a YouTube video later. <laughs> I, can't, I literally can't figure out how to just lop off three minutes for my, my fucking stand-up. <laughs> All you I want to do... You just want to cut three it's minutes? It's ten minutes long. I just want to literally cut the first three minutes off, and I cannot figure out how to wow, do it. Wow, I I'm, can't. I'm so terrible at all. I, anything I technically. It. Yeah, I I guess just, it just like makes my brain hurt. I just can't figure it out. It's pretty, it's pretty simple. I'm sure there's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's one button that I'm not hitting, but that's why I have you. I don't, you're probably not even in the right program. Yeah, you're gonna that's, show. That's, you're you're just watching the video, right? And you're like, <laughs> yeah. can I do it over and over again? I'm just like over, and I'm like, no, this part, no, this. Legitimately, no. I'm asking. Um, did you open up any sort of video editing software? No, I did it in YouTube. You can't. Okay, I'm trying to. Do, <laughs> I'm trying to. Do. What are you gonna do? Dude, dude, you're so. A, you are so born in fucking '78. Yeah, dude. I, I, you I, are so. Yeah, yeah. What were you '79? I yeah. still have my first Hotmail account. Oh my god! I you still get Netflix DVDs. Dude, you're so forty. Peter. I remember yeah. way more than them. I, not only like not only am I that way, but I'm also naive of the fact that it's that's even like odd. I remember going to. I don't even know why this came up, but I was at a party. And at the time, I had acting business cards, you know, with the headshot on it. Yeah. And I pulled one out. Yeah. This girl goes, "You have a Hotmail account?" And I was like, "I like I didn't even know. <laughs> this should be a bit. Like, I didn't even know <laughs> that that was. She, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't even know that that was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, how long ago was this? This was a couple of years ago. You also the worst the worst part of that it was the business cards and the headshots. Yeah. That's even that's um, worse. I don't have any of those. Uh, Maybe four years ago that was. Fine. I need new, I need new headshots. 
glamour shots with Peter in his fucking red jazzy shirt. Definitely wearing a, like a nice sports jacket yeah. or something for Patch sure. Right? Yeah. Clean shaven. Yeah. yeah. No really? Glasses. No yeah. hair on the head at all. No, no, no beard. No what? beard or head. That's God. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. No head. No I mean, head. I mean, no head, but no head hair. No hair head. <laughs> Sorry. It's going down. A oh, man. Path. I'm a little silly. Yeah. Um, okay. This is the latest we've ever recorded. Yeah. It's 11 o'clock on a Thursday night. I was oh, actually nice. wondering how my, because I was kind of like. You're a little, you're a little run down there. Right? Uh, is it showing? Buddy boy. Yeah. Fuck, you're, you're, no, it's not showing. You know, you're, I am, you're doing I, fine. I feel run down. I was kind of worried that it was going to affect my performance. It's also getting to that part in of uh, of the year in New York City where it's sticky hot and no one's AC is on yet. It yeah, just fucking just sucks, dude. There's like a week of this. Um, I'm going to set it up soon. But yeah, no, the, dude, this like June weather. I mean, people love it, but like you sleeping in this is a it nightmare. catches dude. you off guard completely. Yeah. 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 I already got my first bug bite of the season. It's a nightmare. I don't want to talk about this. Bud, I don't know bud this up. Wait, bud bite? Bug bite. Oh, first bug yeah, bite I'm, I'm, Are you season. kidding me? I'm bitten all over the place. I have I have a, a an old loft in uh, Williamsburg. Oh uh, wow! I got in there with a couple other guys, and it's like living in an attic. There's zero. It's like rafters, tar roof. Oh wow! Yeah, so, yeah it's, so it just fucking do you guys have, do you have AC or we have like five of them. You just like, have like, there's, like, there's like extension cords everywhere. My I have a nine month old baby. My wife's like, oh my uh, god, we're gonna kill our son with all these extension cords. <laughs> Jesus! So I have to baby proof this. Better, well, that's what's exciting. Were you, uh, you? You're a what's going on? Hey, Were you no, waving fans? What's going on? Oh, okay. Yeah. Fans from please, the neighborhood. Please, fans from the can neighborhood. Can we not get killed on my? Wait, this is my apartment. It's on. random Upper East Side girls. Are they, are. Yes. are they girls? Yeah. Are they cute? Yeah. Yeah. They're like twenty-one okay. year olds. Never mind. Yeah. You can We're give them that piece of pizza on the floor. We're definitely not getting killed on. Streets. Uh, uh, well, thanks for saying my address. Oh shit! That's very cool. <laughs> Fucking idiot. I'm, I'm marking it. I'm gonna beep it out. Hilarious. But I'm gonna keep the laugh. It could be. It could be any. It could be any one of five blocks. Jesus. Yeah. Why don't you just give out my Dude, social? Why don't you just like give out his social? Yeah. yeah. Dude, you just stole my line, you bastard. I did it before you. That's hilarious. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Well, you know, guys, I live on East. Oh, I'm not gonna say. Yeah. Do you live in this neighborhood too? I live 30 blocks north of here. Uh, okay. Plus thirty something blocks north. Well, now I better beep it out. East Harlem. Can you? Well, that's, all right. Thanks. My friend Andrew just farted really loud. Uh, can you? you <laughs> I didn't heard hear that. that? Dude, oh, in the dude. Mic. I heard it in the mic. You got to leave. He it put in. his finger up. All right. It's. Uh, can you? Can you write down in notes forty three minutes thirty seconds? <laughs> I got to. Can you amp that? Out. Well, no. Can you amp that fart? No, 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 up? Just write it on your phone because my right. phone's charging. Cool, oh my god! Forty-three thirty. Are you bleeping out the fart or your? No, my address. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be fine. Um, so wait. So anything else about my science project that we want to talk about? I mean, it's kind of. It's a just, campy. Would yeah, you say it's campy? A, it's a campy. I, I don't know. I th- I still think that it, with. <laughs> I can't even say this, but it, with one of those, uh, it's oh, probably I, a better one of those he pointed to my weed pen yeah uh, yeah, 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 yeah 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 you got to be high to watch this if you're uh, <laughs> an adult uh, yeah. for sure yeah peter didn't like it i could tell on his face peter hated it Look i wanted more i wanted why more don't you from watch it. it again dude just no yeah not. watch it again <laughs> not. watch it again peter quit it being made, such a bitch it, about it it made me it made me wish that i had convinced you to do real genius or weird science instead uh, uh, I, that, you know you know you've never done those no oh wow that's the thing uh we're figuring it out with this podcast. What one thing we've definitely noticed is well, two things. If the guest brings it, our downloads go through the roof. Yeah. Uh, very lopsided downloads on some episodes. And if uh, the movie is like a popular movie, something you would like recognize, yeah, yeah, yeah. it tends to get obviously more downloads. Yeah. But but 
that the, there are some what was it next of kin very obscure movie yeah. one of our top downloaded is episodes. it right really? uh it's up there it was in the beginning and now it's kind of gotten like maybe trampled that, that's on, that that's that eric grooms uh, got, and it's, we got drunk on that episode yeah, we, we brought we a, did a full bottle, bottle of whiskey did you in an hour yeah. why the fuck did i get the red carpet motherfuckers? no he, br- he brought he brought it. it oh okay so, th- I was, so, so you're, thank you i was saying i was saying literally never had one in my entire life what you've never had a mallow cup i've seen them i've seen them what are they? That one. They're like coconut. Uh, oh, dude, no. Dude. Oh, it's mar- it's marshmallow oh, with coconut. I'm definitely gonna marshmallow have one with coconut. I don't like dude. the coconut chocolates. I don't know why. Um, I'm try it, dude. No, no, I was gonna say I, somebody gave me a bottle of uh, Johnny Walker for my birthday, and I don't drink scotch, hey. so we should just keep it here for guests. Oh yes, dude. Yeah. I won't drink it. I'm not. I'm not even like a big alcohol guy. Maybe I'll. Maybe I will drink scotch in that day. Um, if this gets two downloads, don't tell me, okay? <laughs> Buddy, no, your movie sucked and you sucked. You fucking lose. No, people are sharing it on the Instagram stories. P- keep doing that, guys, because that really, really works. Uh, we had our most downloaded downloads in a single day after Jesse's episode, so thank you mm-hmm. very much, guys. Uh, we know you're listening, so uh, you know, don't be shy, reach out and shit. But yeah, and leave a review. That always helps. But I mean, for real, like. May was the best month that we've seen in downloads. Nice. So, I mean, I never, I mean, when Peter came to me with this idea in the summer, I was like, why is this guy fucking talking to me? Yeah. Who is he? Um, he seems old. Maybe he's 40. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but turns then, out I was only 39 and a half. But he wasn't the first person to come to me for, with an idea for a podcast because uh, obviously I do sound editing. Everyone knows that. I'm mm-hmm. in comedy. I'm, I edit people's podcasts. So people had come to me in the past. But the reason I, I decided to, take this one up it was because peter's had this vision from the beginning like the first night i met you you knew exactly what you wanted to do and it's pretty cool that like not even a year later it's come like to fruition man like i'm, I'm pretty kind of i'm kind of psyched I about it follow you guys where is this on you have your we're own everywhere phone. itunes okay. stitcher i don't know what kind of phone do you have android uh, or uh, uh, no I, come on man i mean uh, dude if you have the iphone we're right there that's I why i, asked I thought that i was the first person who actually like this was i didn't know that you had opportunity to go on other podcasts. I know that you would produce other podcasts. Yeah. Like, oh, like, yeah. No, a lot of comics had been like, let's do a podcast where we like just talk and shit. I, I, there's and been like, a couple I, I guys was like, like, there's no vision there. Like, yeah, there's yeah. no nothing Remember, there. and we shouldn't say his name. Remember that we almost had a third host? Oh, my God. Don't say, don't say his come name. On, don't say his on. name. Oh, shit. So, I almost, I totally forgot about so that. So we, and like, wow. let's hear it. We had, uh, we were, we so we, we met outside the stand, like just hanging out one day. We just yeah. started talking and we started talking about John Wick, which we just did John Wick part three yesterday. But we started talking, and there was another comedian, and I was like, dude, I've had this idea for a podcast. I want it to be about like samurai films and action movies and all this stuff. And we wrote this. I didn't know this guy, but we just happened wow. to be talking on I the sidewalk. I barely knew him. Yeah. And we, it was going to be three comedians and a guest on every episode. Ah. And then That's he didn't lot, show yeah. up for the first three episodes, and I was like, "All right, man, I, I'm sorry, but we can't do this. That we're at every week." He missed the first two recordings, right? That's he missed the first three. First three. That's yeah. ridiculous. And all yeah. three times I got a message. Nice guy. Like, nice guy. I, all three times I got a message like, "Hey, man, sorry, got tied up." Like, what? Thirty minutes into when we were supposed to record, you, yeah. you got tied up. Like, he was always getting tied up. Yeah. Le- uh, make no mistake, black guy. <laughs> <laughs> he was black. Knew that's it was coming. Knew it was coming. Hey, I'm not even saying anything that's not Listen, true. So <laughs> Some of our best podcast guests have been black. We That's say true, a hundred percent, dude. I am not a part of this riff. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to laugh. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's all yeah, it was. You yeah. got one. 
Yeah. You, should, you should have been there when I defended Mel Gibson. <laughs> oh, that was fun. Oh, jeez. Ridiculous. Jeez. We play, We were playing the, the tapes, the Mel Gibson tapes on our oh, podcast, God. and he's all defending them. He's like, well, you know, we should get another chance. And it's like, Jesus. We should, I wanted to edit he it did to, play to, Jesus. to protect Mel. Yeah, you want, you want, he, he comes with me. He's like, listen, I don't think we should release the Mel part. <laughs> Dude, he so had. <laughs> prote- protecting a fucking billionaire. He did. He had He had his Braveheart poster. He's, you know it. He's a little boy. He yeah. loves his fucking action oh, figures. I love some Mel Gibson, too. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Well, this was fun. I mean, yeah. so do you have uh, anything to plug? It sounds like you got a couple of things going uh, on. No, not really. I don't. I I, th- I had a good time. It was fun. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, the show you produce, that you produce comedy, comedy. Uh, so, how do you get to? Is this an R- RSVP show? Uh, it's uh, comedy commune's been running itself for the last like year and a half, oh. and people now just direct Venmo me. Wait to come. Yeah. Yeah. Really? really? There's no ticket link. There's no events. I barely promo it. Wow, it's it's just a living, show that runs itself. Living the dream, That's holy wild. shit! But but the whole purpose of it was to give people a uh, intimate comedy experience without having to spend money. Like I put out 160 free beers and two bottles of tequila or whiskey, and people pay ten bucks and they come in and wow. see a hot lineup. And yeah. I I paint. I'm an artist, so I paint uh, a lot of. Uh, signs and give it kind of an interesting look. So when you come to a comedy commune, the comic is centered in. He's. I've seen overtly focused. It looks it looks great. Attention is focused on the comic, and yep. uh, people can play with silence. Like the crowd's there to laugh. I've been hosting it for four years, so I, if somebody like is being a dick, I like dab them out of the crowd and like. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's it's it had a weed component early on, and it got kind of out of control. And, oh wow! Uh, okay, I, I still work in medicine, so I, like I don't personally smoke right. weed, but but, but at a comedy Brooklyn. show, yeah, it's, it's like a typical a, thing. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so, so how intimate? Are we, like, what's an audience size? Um, it goes anywhere from I keep I I, I could I did a, a show at the House of Yes last year, wow, and yeah. I had two hundred people there. Hell yeah! And dude. Lance Weiss co-hosted Hanging in a Cage. What? Yeah, what? yeah. He hung over the crowd in a cage, and he was sitting in this cage for like forty-five minutes, and he wanted to kill me. Yeah, I was gonna say, wow, <laughs> that sounds sh- uncomfortable. It was, it was a reveal. He had a little stool and a glass of water, whatever. He was <laughs> yeah. fine, but he was so pissed off. And then, it, it, like, I have this on a six-camera shoot, four uh, K. Wow, yeah, dude, it's great. I'm still. Oh shit! Well, that's my phone. That's you. Oh great! I'm <laughs> just good, interrupting man. your podcast. Hey, it's, my it's, wife. it's your plug. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, I I uh, don't really. I wasn't really going to plug comedy comedy. No, yeah, but, I, but you know what? We wanted you to. It sounds uh, like it's. I gotta go to one. It sounds like a fucking dope yeah, show. Yeah, dude. It there's really one does. tomorrow night. Actually, oh, yeah. uh, Crystal Comedy is a new weekly at Crystal Lake Brooklyn. Um, the bar sponsors twenty free uh, drinks for the. First twenty people to come to the show. Awesome! We have hot lineups. It's every week. Ed McGowan, Gary Levitt, Tori Piskin, uh, JT Anderson is our photographer slash. Oh, he's producer. great. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. great. I got a couple uh, of great photos from. Yeah, he's great. He he is out there, man. He's really crushing it. Yeah, isn't he? Yeah, yeah I, I I remember he's going to every. I see he's at. I'm like, he's he's at every show, show. Do you not go yeah, to. Yeah, well, bro. I told him early on he was doing uh, a show at V Spot that I was helping produce. 
and he was really good and i was telling him he was really good and he's like what should i do and i was like just go to all the shows and say hey i take good photos and yeah. he did that and now he's really crushing it he's exclusively the comedy commune yeah he's, he's a great one to get man yeah, it was great uh and so the crystal uh comedy i guess i'm doing that in late yeah. june i think june 24th right. i can't yeah. remember it's sunday in june I think yeah it's, it's every sunday Sundays uh 7 30 and we we've been averaging a pretty good audience 12 to awesome 12 yes. to 25 you that's know? perfect for that yeah like, it's great type of vibe yeah and the bar is very supportive of a weekly show that's crazy they give the 20 drinks out that's, that's i mean really they, cool i did three comedy communes there and they it showed them that comedy can uh make money yeah yeah you know, they were making money off the bar i had like 80 people per show there yeah, thought, yeah. and they let me give out free beer Wow. So this oh. is the whole crowd drinking free beer, two to three beers a piece all night, and they were still buying dr- enough oh, drinks yeah, for them, them. To, mm-hmm. to, for the bar to be like, okay, yeah, like comedy can make us money. and uh, It makes sense. When else are you going to have 80 random people in, yeah. you know, at one time? If you like stand-up, hit us up. You're Crystal all over comedy. Brooklyn. <laughs> comedy yeah. Commune's uh, art loft show that just ro- rotates around to different spaces in Brooklyn. Tight, yeah. tight. Nice. Peter, you got anything coming up? Uh, I actually have a lot of stuff in June. I'm actually kind of like looking through my calendar. Um, it just kind of came out of nowhere. But uh, so this will come out, what, next Wednesday? So uh, on a, yeah. So I'm on a show in Bloomfield, New Jersey at the uh, the Old Spoon Saloon, the Wooden Spoon and Saloon in Bloomfield, New Jersey. That's on my Instagram. And I did a show with these uh, this guys, Gnome Productions, and they did a show. I did a show with them last couple months ago that turned out to be really great so i'm sure this will be a great show and i'm also so i belong to this community garden i i like um i i like doing shows in non-traditional spaces which sounds like yeah. that's what we were doing too so i have i belong to a community garden in east harlem nice and i had mentioned to them that i was a comic and they go why don't we do a comedy show in the garden sure so on june 22nd it's gonna be from six to eight for the first time ever oh that's awesome they're man. doing a show in and i'm putting it together it's it's again we were talking about like producing shows it's a lot of fun but it's also a lot of stress what's the name of the show I haven't figured that out yet, but it's just going to be... So one of the things I want to do, which is is the most stressful part, is I promised them that, one, I was going to try to feature comedians from East Harlem, and two, have some comics that did show, did uh, stuff in Spanish. Oh, nice. So that's been... So like basically my three closest comedy friends who speak Spanish all can't do it that night. Really? So now I'm having to find... And I, I found somebody... Did I, you ask Alex Carabano? I, of course. Alex oh, I is one of, my, one of my buddies, and he's like, oh, it's Colombian Day show somewhere <laughs> else. I was like, of course. Yeah. But uh, that's... So that's going to be fun. So that I will I will post on Instagram when we have the poster made for that. But I, I again, like the idea of doing a show like outside in a garden, I think yeah. is a really... Did you hit up day. Oscar Colombo? Uh, he was mentioning to me. I don't know him, but uh, Laz Rivero is another friend of mine. Okay. Laz is fucking hilarious. Uh, he, I said, I was like, who do you know who performs in Spanish? And he, so I'm going to reach You know, out Gabe to- Pacheco just did a Spanish uh, set. I don't know Gabe Pacheco. He runs Funhouse Comedy yeah. over in Brooklyn. Don't know. I, I've heard I've heard the name, but Gabe, Gabe Dorado, he's going he's gonna to come and okay, do yeah, part of his great. set in Spanish. Um, and then Nico White is going to be there, and he Nico White actually grew up very close to the garden. Oh, that's really cool. So yeah, yeah, Nico's a killer. And I actually might have G- JT uh, do the photos. Oh, great! Yeah, yeah, JT. It's funny great. that he came up, but um, yeah. So I'm excited. I, I like. It's been a few months since I produced a show, and I I miss. I mean, it's stressful and it's annoying, but it yeah. also is like it's fun. And again, we were talking about like if you need cre- anything. I got I got a wireless. What, what day is it on? It's a Saturday. I think so. The Saturday the, what June what. June twenty second. Cool. I got it. Stuff that you could borrow if you don't need an amp so, and all that. So shit. this or this garden is. It's interesting. They 
I mean, back when East Harlem was a really bad neighborhood, there was a lot of abandoned lots. Yeah. So there's an organization and they take these lots and turn them into gardens. So That's they actually are, um, might get some money and at the very least they're going to give me like posters and a mic oh, and amp and stuff like that. That's amazing. So like they're, you know, they're excited for me to even do the show, you know. And That's people, amazing. It's, 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 again, it was like, we're, there's so much comedy and people are kind of like burnt out sometimes. I'm yeah. like, oh, another comedy show. These people are all like, oh, what? You're going to do a comedy show in the garden? Like, they're so, it's, it's so interesting Perfect. to deal with people who are enthusiastic yeah. about the thing that you're used to people being like kind of shitty about. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. like, it's great to like have that enthusiasm. I, I you know, I've, uh, I, I think it's more the merrier. I, if people want to go and take the effort to produce shows, like I'll, I try to support shows. I mean, I, I've yeah. been writing a lot of things and I'm trying to work on a lot of projects to like I'm working to sell. And okay. uh, but I've never been one to be like, oh, somebody's having a show the same night as my like who gives a oh, shit? The yeah, more no, the merrier. Yeah, right? yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. that's what the beauty of this scene is, is that people use their creativity and if they want to do the work to get try to get people in the door, I'm all for it. You know? I, so I was I was producing a show in Jersey City for a while and it was going great, but then you know, like one of the guys at the bar was like, Oh well, but there's this other show going on on Wednesday night. I'm like, yeah, like what you want is a, a scene. <laughs> you want people to be like, oh, let's go to Grove Street because there's all these comedy shows going yeah. on. Not there's the one comedy show yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's no foot traffic and people, you know, that's why, I and mean, that's what's cool about like McDougal area is people go down there looking for a comedy show. Sure. Like they don't even care which one they end up at. Yeah. They just know that that's where, you, the same way you go to the Bowery looking for kitchen where or like, yeah. you know, go to like the, the flower district to buy flowers. It's like, People like that's what a scene is. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you know, you're not just gonna have one music venue. It's crazy you know? how many different scenes New York has. Like oh. how many different little. Like it's amazing to me when I meet comics that have been in this town for ten years, and then there's another guy that's been in here for ten, and they don't even fucking know each other. Yeah. Like, what? How, about, how do you not know each other? How like, about crazy. how about I, people I've never seen their name before? A perfect example is you don't know Gabe Pacheco. He's I know like, I've heard the name. But oh, I, don't know. Okay. I, I mean, if I saw him, I probably would know who he was. But yeah. I just don't, in like in passing, I don't. It's yeah. like people do these. They stay. And he, it depends. Some there's comics pockets, go everywhere. But there's pockets of yeah, scenes yeah. in the city. There's Brooklyn. That's a whole pocket. There's a couple pockets in Brooklyn, I would say. Like, that's great. See, so like that's yeah. I'm outside of Brooklyn yeah, so hard. It's crazy. I, I see. I didn't even know there was. All right. So you, yeah, you could. What, what, what are the multiple pockets in Brooklyn? I mean, there's like there's, there's a lot of like comedy. Yeah, there's a lot of comedy spots over in the Park Slope area. Yep, yep. yep. You know, and you have like Bushwicky. Yep. That <laughs> Williamsburgy. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then Aspergery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking, <laughs> fucking, will uh, accuse you of raping. <laughs> accuse you of raping. <laughs> well, you know, a lot um, of finger snappy. Uh, oh my god, a lot yeah. of you go girls. Yeah, you know, it's so funny. I don't, I don't know. It, like comedy communes in Williamsburg, but I don't think it really falls into a Brooklyn com. I mean, I guess it did because it's in Brooklyn, but I don't. It the crowd. The will vibe laugh isn't at that way. Yeah. It's not that way. They'll laugh at anything. Like it's that's not, great. It's not like a bunch of millennials. It's like. Stop making fun of him. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, hey, that's not far <laughs> off, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's why I kind of, I don't know. Maybe it's because I don't get booked in Brooklyn and I'm, I'm yeah, sad about it. So, you know, hey, but I get booked at clubs in Manhattan, which is another scene. And uh, it's fun. You play for tourists. It's cool. Yeah. 
What yeah. clubs are you getting up in? Greenwich, uh, Broadway, you know, the shitty ones. <laughs> oh, they're, are you kidding me? Um, no, they're great, they're honestly. The, they're they're they, the OGs. They're awesome. The I'm going to use the beep again. Uh, yeah. I'm definitely going to use, definitely, definitely going to use Just the beep Just beep again. out that last <laughs> hole threat. No. Yeah, but you know, those clubs, also the stand, which is reopening. Uh, I used to have a show at the standing room. Oh, nice. So uh, I, I did Frantic a couple, a, a month ago. Oh, nice. So, uh, That's yeah. That's a great show to that is, uh That lineup was insane. Yeah. I used I screenshotted that photo of my name on that lineup. Yeah. It was pretty yeah. cool. But yeah, no, so that club, like, that's the ideal. Uh, also, I play in Atlantic City. Uh, Emil, uh, oh, I shouldn't say his name. Uh, yeah, yeah. Atlantic City Comedy Club. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm getting Great. some feature work finally. Great. So you're past at New York? Not, no, that's the weird thing. I've never auditioned for New York. I don't, uh, re- I've hung out there a little bit. Uh, I'll do Ride at, I'll do um, Ryan DeCalis' show on the weekends, but. I um I love don't really ride daddy ride daddy yeah the uh, father yeah uh, I um, I've been getting a lot of ride daddy spots they're fun lately. those yeah, are fun great. shows first um, show I ever did was this five, really? five o'clock at New York yeah oh, dude on a Saturday that's a great show yeah. it really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, have you done the strip? Uh, what is it? Monday I haven't. Night? I haven't done the strip one that's that a, he does, fun, but I've heard it's a good one. A fun one. show. He yeah. throws great shows. I mean, he, he has the show at Black Cat with Danny Palmer that I've done. Pa- a bunch I of love shows. that show. Palmer great hooks show. it up. He's great. He's great. Yeah. I love when Danny just uh, shouts shit off stage. He's like, "Do the joke about the priest." What yeah. The fuck? Like, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Dude, seriously, don't <laughs> talk to me. But I'm gonna interrupt you. All right, we're gonna <laughs> do coke. Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he says it publicly. Maybe bleep that too. No, no, he's got a podcast. Actually, Danny Palmer's new podcast. I guess uh, space. What the fuck, dude? Is amazing, what? and you should all listen. He's to gonna it. be like, "Why were you guys talking to me on that stupid podcast, man?" Yeah, yeah. dude. Uh, I heard you guys were talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> Why does everyone think I'm gay? I don't get <laughs> it, dude. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I love. Shouts out to Danny Palmer. I love you. Um, I got June 18th and June 19th. Uh, June 18th, I'm doing Jared Waters' show at the Creek yeah. at 10 p.m. And then June 19th, my show, Aggressively Chill, at V Spot. Uh, co-produced with Dean David, 7 p.m. We got TJ Miller headlining, a bunch of other nice. people. Nice. Come nice. through. It's free. Two drink minimum. Fuck my ass. Let's do this. All right. Wow. Well, this episode has been a lot more entertaining than my science project. So <laughs> <laughs> thanks, for, thanks Dude, for coming on, Scott. You didn't shit on it enough. I mean, I, know, I, held, you back. Held I really back. held back. This is, this is That's like the low, whole point of it. This is low energy me. This, this, like is, a, your ener- this is your moment. Yeah. It's, Anything you want to say? Final, final, I will, I will never think about this movie ever again. Oh, that's brilliant. Me neither. You better fucking watch it again dude i'm gonna ask you six months from now no chance. how disrespectful would it be if i just cut him off in the recording 